Chapter 3, verses 1 through 10. Wherefore, when we could no longer forbear, we thought it good to be left at Athens alone, and sent Timotheus, our brother and minister of God, and our fellow laborer in the gospel of Christ, to establish you and to comfort you concerning your fate, that no man should be moved by these afflictions, for yourselves know that we were appointed thereunto. For verily when we were with you, we told you before that we should suffer tribulation, even as it came to pass, and ye know. For this cause, when I could no longer forbear, I sent to know your fate, lest by some means the tempter have tempted you, and our labor be in vain. But now when Timotheus came from you unto us, and brought us good tidings of your fate and charity, and that ye have good remembrance of us always, desiring greatly to see us, as we also to see you. Therefore, brethren, we were comforted over you in all our affliction and distress by your fate. For now we live, if ye stand fast in the Lord. For what thanks can we render to God again for you, for all the joy wherewith we joy for your sakes before our God, night and day, praying exceedingly that we might see your face and might perfect that which is lacking in your faith. Paul was unable to come to the Thessalonians when he desired. And when Paul was unable to come twice, he couldn't stand it any longer. He wanted to make sure that no false teacher would get to the Thessalonian believers to turn them from the faith. He wanted to make sure that all of his labor was not in vain. And even though he had gotten a previous report of how well they were doing in God, he wanted that to continue. And when he saw that he would not be able to make it to them as soon as he had desired to, he sent Timothy in his place to strengthen the work there. Timothy went there and returned back to Paul with some more good news concerning the Thessalonian believers. He brought back good tidings of their faith and love. They were a congregation that was full of faith and love. They operated in the successful formula for Christian living, and that is faith which worketh by love. They were continuing to be an example to many other in Christ. Also, Timothy came back with the report of the Thessalonians, saints greatly desiring to see Paul. They had really missed him and deeply wanted to see him again. That news brought great joy to the heart of the Apostle Paul. This great report comforted Paul in the midst of his afflictions and distress. For he says, for now we live. In other words, we are full of joy. We are enjoying life because of your stand in the Lord. Now, I love verse number 10. He says, night and day, praying exceedingly that we might see your face and might perfect that which is lacking in your faith. His desire was to take them to the mature state in Christ and then to glory. And in reference to this, he prayed night and day exceedingly. Look at the heart of this man of God. All glory to God. Verses 11 through 13. Now God himself and our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ direct our way unto you. And the Lord make you to increase and abound in love one toward another and toward all men, even as we do toward you. To the end, he may establish your hearts, unblameable in holiness before God, even our Father, at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. Paul was praying for God to open the door for him to return to them again. And he prayed that God would cause them to increase 
and to abound, which means to exceed in love one toward another. For what purpose? He wanted their hearts blameless in holiness before God. Listen, Paul's mission was to win souls, bring them to the mature state in Christ, and then present them to Christ blameless in holiness before God. This was the heartbeat of this man of God. 